Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. Hello and welcome to the 239th episode of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Sandy, why does it feel like it's been so long since we've recorded? It does feel like it's been quite a while. Do you think it's because we haven't really been uh, been gaming since? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. I still haven't hit World Tier 5. I, uh, I feel like this past week flew by, but at the same time, I feel like it was, it's when I, when I reflect back on the week and think back, oh, we did record last Friday, almost, almost uh, a week ago. Exactly. I think we did. I think we did a late recording it last week also. Yeah. Um, like really, that was a full week ago. Or sorry, not not just a full week ago, but that was just a week ago. It feels like we we like pre-recorded and haven't recorded for a couple of weeks. Yeah, the uh, it feels like also because of the July Fourth week that it sort of broke it up weirdly. Um, I know that I was working from Monday to Wednesday, and then we got Thursday and Friday off, and so I did my annual July Fourth trip uh upstate yeah and there was about 11 of us this year and it was great uh sort of an early ringing in of my uh my 30th right uh, your birthday's birthday. coming up jesus yeah it was yeah. uh it was just fun to get everyone in one place in a uh with like very little cell service and like you know yeah there was wi-fi but everyone was doing a really good job of kind of pretty much staying off their phones yeah and playing a lot of board games, cooking up a lot of food, just hanging out, relaxing. The uh, the one thing, and I know you'll like this, is at night, so because it's like deep into the Catskills, a lot of the houses don't have AC. And the uh, during the day, the, whole, the house can get a little bit warm. We definitely had a lot of the fans going to like move the air around. Uh, and at night, the weather, uh, or the temperature rather, gets uh, pretty chilly. Yeah. Uh, however, not all of the windows in our house, which was originally built in 1890, like renovated recently, but you know, still pretty, uh, still pretty old structurally. Uh, a lot of the windows didn't have screens on them. Oh uh, no! And so you can't open them because of the bugs. And we uh, we found that out the first night where we had a couple of doors open with like you know uh, screen doors that were still closed, but the screens had holes in them. And so just a lot of moths were flying around because they sort of worked their way inside. Uh, I guess it's not as bad technically as mosquitoes getting in, but I have to assume those got in as well. Yeah, um, it was uh, it was pretty intense because we also found out that uh, so we we bought a lot of food. I'm really I'm really selling this trip. This is yeah, and and then we lost power, and then this happened, and then the uh, murder showed up. Yeah, right. Uh, the there was like a pantry area, like a walk-in pantry. Yeah, that was sort of like a it was almost like a hallway uh, behind the kitchen, and we bought all this bread, and we were like, you know, we bought bagels, English muffins, sliced toast, and all that sort of sliced bread. <clears throat> and one day we went to go get some of the bread, and we saw these like breadcrumbs. We're like, wait. We didn't buy breadcrumbs, and then we found out that something had chewed a hole 
into a, a, like a stack of bagels. And I basically been munching on a bagel, so we figured that there's probably field mice in the house. Oh no! Are you sure it's not Oliver? Yeah, right. I wish. Oh, I God. wish. At least that would have been uh, something uh, that I can fully address. Yeah. But that actually yeah. happened at my parents' house uh, a couple of years ago. I've actually forgotten about it, but we we found that there were um, like stuff in our pantry, my parents' pantry. Um, like rice or whatever they had there was like a hole in the bag holding these items and it seemed like you know something had been had been uh going at going at this food i can't remember the specific instances or the specific foods that were being taken and my mom had like gone to certain lengths like putting like stuffing a towel underneath like the basement door to make sure that it can't get in and somehow we were still finding stuff being you know that the pantry being raided in the middle of the night what did it end up being I think it was a mouse, but eventually, I mean, either it, it died or maybe got trapped. I know my parents had put some some uh, mouse traps around in the basement, so maybe it got trapped at some point. I don't even remember. Man. This goes back of like three or four years ago, but maybe a little longer than that even. But yeah, definitely definitely not a good, not something you want to find. <laughs> Is this the same house that you stayed in that you guys uh, usually stay in for the 4th of July? No, we uh, we pick a new house every year. Okay. We we wanted to pick the house that we went to last year, but uh, it was prohibitively expensive. Like oh. it was it was crazy. Last year we booked it for like uh, under a hundred per a hundred dollars per person. And per night or total? Total. Really? Yeah. Holy I smokes. think it was either that or it was like a little bit more. Like so definitely less than two hundred dollars for sure. That's crazy. Yeah, and. The, I think the rate, the daily rate was like in the high eight hundreds this time around. So it would have been, it would have been just way too much. We, it was not something that we were looking to do. Uh, one of the things, or a couple of the <clears throat> parameters that we look for when we, uh, when I, when, certainly when I look for houses, is you know definitely price point being uh something that's like really easy for people to be like yeah that's fine that sounds great and just move on you know of course yeah um we want something that's like a little like definitely in nature uh so that's either we usually try to do cat skills uh which is just a lot of houses there i feel like you know we take a lot of the same roads that that lead us there so whenever we drive up like yeah you know i kind of i recognize this or i recognize that uh and we also look for places that are just like they have like this like sort of like this like feel to it, you know, where very like Americana feel. We want we want places with really large kitchens, and this one had like a massive kitchen, so we were excited. Yeah, that's uh, good. this one also had like a rain shower, like it was modern on the inside, but like eighteen uh, nineties Victorian on the outside, modern inside, Victorian outside, uh, and so it was done up pretty well. Uh, I think this is the thing that we were hoping for is. Uh, Sort of like, you know, uh, hopefully more screens in the, the windows so everyone can open up all their windows. <laughs> right. Um, and there were two showers and the one upstairs, the water got hot really fast. Uh, and the one downstairs uh, just took forever. And like it seemed like whenever I wanted to try and take the shower downstairs... I'd leave the water on for like 10 minutes waiting for Jeez. it to get warm and it wouldn't other people like, yeah i was in there for like 10 minutes it was great huh and like nobody could figure out exactly how they got the water to get warm 
So that's kind of that's kind of funny. But uh, that's interesting. Know, yeah. Yeah, that'd be a lot of what wasted water in South Africa when Lane and I were in Cape Town uh, a year uh, ago. You got fired for that. Yeah, we had to. Um, so you know, you 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 run the water for a little bit and you let it get warm. Well, they need that water, so they had buckets in the. Uh, well, they had a bucket in the um, the hotel that we were staying at. It was like air. It was it was a bed and breakfast. Uh, the bed and breakfast we were staying at, and they were requesting that you fill that bucket or you just run the water underneath that bucket while the water gets hot for you. Yeah. So that way you preserve preserve it, and then they would eventually just like flush the toilet with that. The uh, that reminds me of when Hurricane Sandy hit. That Earl and I were boiling water mixing into a bigger bucket of cold water and just like using a a measuring cup to like dump water on ourselves while we uh while we uh, sort of uh got clean we did that for like a solid month i want to say yeah that's uh that's tough stuff right there yeah right um but no july 4th was great they also what was really nice was they had like a uh, a couple i want to say of what's it called air mattresses and they had like the machine that pumps the air into it, and these things seemed really uh, powerful because the uh, they filled up pretty quickly and they held their uh, they held the air pretty well, so that was nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. So how long were you there? We were there from Thursday until this morning. Uh, we had a friend who was catching a flight to LA at 4. And so originally we wanted to leave at 10, but we left closer to 10.45. And we were we sort of made our way through the beginnings of like really bad traffic. Mm-hmm. And it was just starting to form, so I think we were able to scooch away through most of it. And when we got to the city, we got to Penn Station, <clears throat> there was basically two hours left until this flight so i'm nervous because like you're still in manhattan and you gotta get the jfk and it's like the sunday after july 4th like i'm sure there's a lot of people flying and a lot of traffic yeah. and he was able to get to the gate where it, was, where it had started the board with 30 minutes to go before takeoff like that is that is uh some some that's a sweaty back let's put it that way yeah sweaty back in the cab Dude, but you I know hate, all about that. You know all about that. Yeah. I hate being uh, doing that like struggle to get to like that panic that you're feeling like, oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. I might miss this. But like what's in your mind? What is the like how long does it take for you to get to the airport from where you live right now? It's actually a fair amount of time now since I'm all the way down in Newark, but it's probably about 40 to 45 minutes. And when do you leave? Uh, how early do you leave from the house before so like, your flight? Let's just assume that I'm getting dropped off so that I don't have to park my car or anything like that. Yeah, yeah like you're just pulling um, right into departures. Yeah. So I usually try to leave about at, at, a, at a minimum of two hours before the flight. Usually like two and a half to three would make me feel comfortable. But I think it's a lot. I think more often than not, we're right in that, right around that two and a half hour mark. Okay. And we always get there. Like you know, it, it also depends on how much bag. Like if you're checking in any bags, all that other good stuff. Sure. But um, 
yeah, I feel like we never really are getting there. It's like right at the brink. We we usually arrive with at least half an hour before boarding even starts uh-huh. so that we can, you know, get food or do whatever it is that we need to do. The uh, Yeah, I like to – ideally, I try and get to the gate with about 30 minutes left. Yeah. Yeah. With pre-check, it eliminates – so one of the nice things about having pre-check is n- – not having that randomness of the the security line length affecting how early you need to get to the airport because oftentimes you know if you're traveling on a big travel day and you don't have pre-check you got to get there like three hours early because you don't know how long those lines are going to be yeah and if you got to stand in line for like an hour an hour and a half and it depends on the layout of the airport and and um you know what the security is like but some airports kind of just pull their security all into once where every terminal goes to the same spot um but if you, you know, and if you, if you're unlucky enough to have to wait an hour, you got to, you got to get there really, really early. And then every now and again, you get there like three hours early and there's no line. It's like, all right, cool. Yeah. Now, now you got to sit here for two hours, do nothing. Yeah, dude. That's why I, uh, I really try not to do that. But that's, uh, like you said, it's the balance. Cause if you do that, then on the opposite side of it, if you get there, if you're trying to get there late, then that's a, that's a sorty back. Yeah. Um, when I went to the bachelor party, I, I remember when I got on the wrong train, and then I had to like oh, take that God. back and forth. Yeah, and yeah, basically, yeah. I left what I thought was like three hours like, an acceptable amount of time. I took public transportation, <laughs> right? And I got there as they were boarding. Like it, it was, it was terrible. So I get. Did, it. did you ever get your new uh, whoop band? So here's the thing: I sent a note to Whoop saying like, "Hey, my thing just died." And I want a new one. And <laughs> I thought uh, you were, <laughs> dude. But no joke though. I sent them not only an email, but yeah. I sent them like screenshots that I had taken on my phone. I sent like nine screenshots attached to that service ticket. Like, hey, this is all this other thing. Yeah. And then I got an email back from them that I saw today, but uh, unfortunately, the. Because I didn't, I hadn't had my whoop band on me when I went to July Fourth. I was like, well, if it's not working, there's no point in me bringing this and like losing it, right? Right. And I had read on some message boards that sometimes they just automatically turn back on. Like sometimes you just need them like fully die out and then uh, or like use up all the battery, and then uh, they'll come back to life. Yeah. I had. I mean, I was using it pretty seriously every day uh, up until Tuesday of uh, of last week, and then on Wednesday, it just like wouldn't. <coughs> excuse Bless me you. uh thank you um it like just wouldn't uh turn on and i'm like double tapping it and all that stuff and nothing's happening and so i was like wait this is really frustrating i've got all these like charged battery packs i want to get the data in right. and it just wasn't showing up so i was like all right you know what i'm gonna see what i can to get a new thing i sent them a service ticket they got back to me but when i came home today and i started and i put a battery pack on it just started charging like nothing was wrong with it, hmm. and so now it's up to sixty four percent. And like it's, it's like nothing ever happened. Uh, so so wait, this is the new one that you got after the one uh, got lost at the airport. Yeah, this is the new one. This is the one that wow. uh, holds uh, five days worth of charges. Yeah, yeah. So wow, okay. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know like how to really explain that, but. Uh, it is what it is. I'm happy that it works, and um, happy to happy to continue tracking my uh, my sleep. I will say, I want to I want to bring up one thing. 
yeah. uh, with the sleep thing. Have I told you what my sleep patterns are now? Like the, I can't the, the prep, discuss this. The prep for sleep? No, 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 no. Um, so I have uh, my phone sort of lock itself at 10 p.m. So in 27 minutes, my phone's basically going to lock itself up. And I, be, I mean, it's easy to get around it, but like the idea is that all the apps are locked off, right? Yeah. Uh, and then I also have night shift on, so it just makes my phone look like really terrible. Uh, and then I have do not disturb on. Isn't the whole point of night shift not to make the phone look terrible, but just be calming on your eyes, reduce that blue light? I mean, both. We'll call <laughs> both. it both. Okay. Yeah. Got it. And the uh, and then we uh, Karen got this uh, sleepy time tea. Yeah. That's got like chamomile, valerian, all that stuff. Valerian steel. Valerian steel. Yep. Um, and then. I also read before I go to bed. Yeah. And so all what do you those read? Oh, I'm reading this book right now called uh, Thinking Fast and Slow. It's a little bit too intense in the sense that it's like a psych book. Uh, and I'm taking a lot of notes. So I'm, I, uh, I'm oh, in this book club where the book just got delivered today. So I got to go pick that up. But the idea is that, you know, I'm reading something and I'm starting to just sort of you know turn the brain off slowly uh and i feel like right now i'm reading a book where i am personally invested in learning a lot uh from the book so i'm like i'm highlighting stuff i'm underlining stuff in the book i'm writing in the margins and it's uh i think it's the opposite of like turning your brain off in that in that scenario yeah um my whoop band says that it likes the fact that i'm going to bed at a consistent time every day but they, what it doesn't like is the uh, quality of sleep that I'm getting. Hmm. And so what we're doing tonight, uh, Nicole told me to... Nicole and my friend Jaisal, shout out to Jaisal. Uh, ooh, you think... Wait, you know what? I'm, I, I want to do a plug real quick. <laughs> okay. I'm going to plug my friend Jaisal Trivedi's Kickstarter, Adori. If you want to go to kickstarter.com. And then search Adori. You know, I really should have had this up. Uh, let me let me really quickly go. I don't. I don't think you were planning on doing it. Therefore, that's why. Yeah, I don't know if it's just like backslash Adori. Spell uh, that for me. A D U R I. Okay. So, it's a personal multi-sensory meditation cushion in studio, and you basically he's been working on this for years now. Really? Uh, and I've gone with him through, uh, let's just say, many, many iterations of the, uh, I guess, the industrial product itself. But uh, he launched this a couple weeks ago. He said I was the first one to back the Kickstarter. So of all nice. that money, dude, the first the first bit is mine. First one is you. Yeah. That's awesome. But uh, Looking like it's doing pretty well, too. New yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. So, so uh, if you want to get in there. Uh, go to Kickstarter, search for Adori, A-D-U-R-I. If you're, think of it as a Peloton for, uh, for meditation. Um, high quality stuff with, uh, some pretty industry leading figures doing like the meditation readings. You basically sit on this cushion and it vibrates as you breathe in and out. And, uh, there's, they got like different, uh, programs for you to do and it's, uh, also has a social component, so like you and I both had a cushion, we both wanted to meditate at the same time. Uh, we could like you know do that together. Uh, it's pr- it's pretty nice. It's pretty nice. Interesting. Um. Anyways, uh, so Jason and Nicole were saying that you know alongside the sleepy time tea, 
one of the things that they do is they put in like a teaspoon of apple cider vinegar uh, into the tea. Mm. And I asked them, well, why do you put apple cider vinegar into the tea? They sort of said that one of the ways that your body will wake itself up is if the blood sugar spikes at night. And blood sugar levels can spike at night if you maybe eat too late. Or you eat something that, you know, sort of causes the blood sugars to, to raise while you're sleeping. And then that, that's one of those things where you sort of, you know, inadvertently uh, will wake up. And what the apple cider vinegar does is it regulates the blood sugar level so that you don't necessarily... Uh, have to deal with that so what i'm going to try and do tonight is uh is put some of that apple cider vinegar in my tea oh i also yeah. take i also take melatonin every night okay yeah uh and, and honestly it's the it's not the falling asleep recently that i've had issues with i do fall asleep pretty uh pretty rapidly it's the staying asleep that's the issue yeah i, I have an average of about 10 disturbances a night and it's not like I'm like fully awake for the ten. I might be awake for the one where I check my phone to see what time it is. But uh, yeah, I want to just try and reduce it so that I can go back to like getting that nice deep sleep. You know, like I feel like every once in a blue moon I'll get that one good night's sleep. I'm like, man, I feel good today. I'm ready to take on whatever. <laughs> yeah. How often do you get sleep like that? Um. Well, lately. You know, just because, you know, when I was working on my dissertation and stuff, it wasn't all that frequently just because of uh, how little I was sleeping in general. But when I get us when I get the nice like eight hours, yeah, I usually feel like that pretty, uh, pretty frequently, I'd say pretty consistently. My uh, my Fitbit does track my uh, the quality of my sleep as well. Yeah. But what does it say? Well, it's not it, it doesn't necessarily measure in terms of the number of disturbances that you have. Um, it what it does is track the total number of hours or time that you're quote awake. I don't know how much I truly believe it though. Um, also, it use if if like if I'm laying in bed, so oftentimes I'll wake up in the morning, but I won't like jump out of bed. I'll I'll, I'll sit there, I'll check my phone for a little bit. Uh, it depends on how or how long I would do it per uh, just on the day. But last or this morning let's say or last night for example it says that i was awake for an hour and 11 minutes and you could see like they have a um a sleep tracking graph to show you this different sleep stages that you're in um where awake is the top uh just below that's rem light sleeps below rem and then deep sleep is at the bottom mm -hmm. and you'll you'll see these little these little um dashes these little marks um along your sleep that show uh, that you're quote awake i think what that's actually doing is really well, what that actually is is just you moving and it turns out that i'm a pretty mobile sleeper um which lana has been so kind to to uh to let me know uh over the course of our marriage but uh <laughs> like i'll every now and again i'll just i'll like i'll just you know be on her side so she wakes up a lot to go to the bathroom especially now that she's pregnant oh and yeah apparently i recognize when i'm sleeping that she's left the room or she's really? she's gone to the bathroom and she's left the bed because I'll all of a sudden decide to just monopolize the bed. So the other day she, uh, I've been calling, she smushed me. Um, she went to the bathroom 
And when she was in the bathroom, apparently I rolled over to her side of the bed. Oh, no. And she, you know, when she goes to the bathroom, she's like, you know, mostly asleep. It's She's just, you know, awake enough to waltz on over to the bathroom and go and then come back. But I roll over to her side of the bed and she, she um, put her back down. You know, she sat down and put her back down to lay down. And I was there and I just got smushed. And I like woke up like in a stupor, just like what the hell's going on? <laughs> like she she said that the way I was reacting was as if like someone was trying to like, kill me <laughs> or something. Um, you don't know she wasn't doing that. I I remember that happening, but I don't like you know I didn't realize I was on her side of the bed. So what I I heard her apologies like oh I didn't know you're here or something like that like you know she was like I'm so sorry I didn't know you were here, and I was like what do you mean you didn't know I was here I went to bed next I went to bed with you <laughs> and yeah. In the uh, that was what I was thinking in the moment, but still fell asleep like two seconds after that. And later on, or, or in the morning, that's when I realized that she was saying she didn't know that I was there, meaning I had worked my way over to her side of the bed. She didn't realize I was over there. Oh, so hmm. my B, it was my B. What are you B. gonna do? What are you gonna yeah. do? Maybe you deserve to get smushed. I, I do, I do. Um, other nights when I do actually get a, you know, let's say another night I slept from, I went to bed at 11, 1156 PM, woke up at 801 AM. It, I, uh, I got seven hours and 18 minutes total time of sleep. It said that I was awake for 47 minutes. And that is a night where it seems like I lay down and I went to bed pretty quickly and I woke up and I got out of bed pretty quickly. So I don't really know where those 47 minutes really come from because I certainly wasn't awake in the middle of the night. I I usually sleep straight through the night. Every now and again, I w- I'll wake up to go pee. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I usually sleep how straight often, through the night. How often did he, uh, do you do that? Like wake up to pee? <laughs> Very infrequently. I'll go, I can go several like weeks without doing it. Yeah. Every now and again, it'll happen. When we were in uh, Hawaii, there was... There was one night where it happened to me, to me like twice in a single night, which was extremely surprising. But I think it was just probably just had a lot of water before I went to sleep. Um, I feel like I usually stay pretty hydrated in general, but I think I just had a lot of water and then was out. Gotcha. Which yeah. I guess is somewhat atypical. I don't usually have like huge bursts of water drinking. I usually mm-hmm. just stay relatively consistent throughout the day. Um, so yeah, that was, that was, that was a weird time for me, but I usually don't wake up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. I usually just sleep straight through. Mm-hmm. What yeah. about you? I, I have d- started to pee more at night, but that's because I drink an obscene amount of water before I go to bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, just this idea that I hate waking up with dry mouth. Uh, <laughs> I see. and there's been more and more times waking up with dry mouth and waking up and needing to go to the bathroom and so i'll chug almost like a small bottle of water sometimes worth like 500 mils of water just before yeah. i go to bed and it, you know i'd rather just stay hydrated all night uh and it also <clears throat> it does help me get ready for the runs that i gotta do uh the next day i so, see yeah man uh, yeah so pretty much it Pretty much it. I like that we uh, we're focusing on our sleep. I know that you have to optimize your sleep because you're about to. Oh man, it's, it's about, about to be the, all sorts of craziness. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna love it. Maybe, maybe we'll we'll get World Tier Five done at three in the morning when you have to wake up <laughs> and get the baby back to sleep. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because you're certainly gonna be awake then. Yeah, that's gonna be the hard part for me, man. I know we talked about it last week, 
but I, I was saying how um, it's going to be tough because I'm I'm used to you know either having no commute or having like a ten minute commute to get to the office top like tops to now having a an hour and a half commute each way. So that is going to be coming. It's not going to come from sleep. Like I got to get that sleep. So that's going to be coming from all all that leisure time that I you know that I'd like to have. So it'll be uh, it'll be quite the adjustment. I certainly imagine that some of it's going to come from sleep, but I'll try my best to to get that you know seven ish hours in. I usually like to get six to eight, but I, I feel like seven to eight is is the best for me. Yeah, I think OG when we were playing video games together, I could be like, yeah, four to six, totally okay. Yeah. And now with all the running that I'm doing, uh, I need anywhere from eight to ten hours. Yeah. To like really give my body a shot at uh, recovery. I understand that. It's it's after a, a a hard workout, it's it's the best to get to bed. Like it's sleep never feels so good when your body is so exhausted. Yeah, I just wish that I still stayed asleep because I'm running so much. You think I'd be really tired? Right. Right. But uh, I'm still uh, I'm still waking up at night, which is unfortunate. Yeah, that's a little. Yeah, I will remind me though in a week to check back in and see about uh, see if the apple cider vinegar has really done what it was uh, built to do. Yeah, I'll try. All right, great, cool. Should we get out of here? Yeah, yeah, sounds good. All right, cool. All right. Well, I'm Brazo. I'm Sandy. Thanks so much for listening. See you guys next week. Yeah.